What is up, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Neat on Belly podcast. We are your hosts, Nate, John, and uh, Brandon, and boys. Uh huh. Today, we have a very special guest. He is a Brazilian jiu jitsu black belt who competes next Friday, November 11th, at Who's Number One on Flow Grappling against Luke Griffith. He is Assembly Jiu Jitsu's very own. Hi Sam. What is up, man? How you doing? I'm doing great, man. Can't complain. Thank you guys. How you all doing, man? I'm I'm, I'm excited to be back on the podcast again. Oh, oh yeah, man. I'm glad to be back with you. Yeah. I missed yeah. you last time, so I'm glad to be back. Yeah, yeah, John, you were gone. That's true. Well, man. Yeah, yeah, man. How you been? I've been good. I, I went to Atlanta. Yeah, I know. I I'm here to restore order. So I love it. Well, Heisen, right off the top, we have to ask, because last time we talked to you, you said that you weren't competing until who's number one. At least that's how what we thought you said. But then you just did the IBJJF no pain uh no gi pants uh yeah, last sure. week. So, um, was that something that like you had planned to do or did it just kind of last minute you decided you were going to hop in it? Yeah. It's almost like a last minute thing. I just said, just decided to hop in it, you know, and, uh, just to stay active, you know, um, for me, I did it at this point, it's more like uh, staying active and then, um, try to work on new stuff and all that stuff, you know? So obviously I want to win, you know, but it didn't go my way. And it's like, yeah. I was in the finals and, yeah, but like you said, it's, it was just like a, a last-minute decision to happen. I went in there, you know, things didn't go my way. I, I lost in the final. But you know how it goes, you know, like, I believe there's still my, my cup of tea, but sure. <laughs> because the that makes it very hard to, like, just keep the pressure on your opponent, you know. So, um, yeah, anyways, yeah, uh, just use it to stay active at this point, I'll say. Absolutely, man. Hey, silver medal is not bad. I mean, like yeah, you said, for a last minute just to jump in and yeah. catch a silver. I mean, let's go. <laughs> yes, sir. It's better yes, than sir. most. Yeah, absolutely. So let's just jump in, man. Let's talk about your uh, upcoming match with Luke Griffith. Uh, Luke is a new wave guy uh, training yeah. with John Donaher, Gordon Ryan, for people who don't know. Uh, but just your overall thoughts initially on the matchup. And when you got offered it, what, you know, was it, you know, I'm sure you said yes immediately, but just your overall thoughts. Yeah, I mean, like when I saw him, um, I don't know. I think I saw his one of his fights last year. Was it? No, actually, it was early this year. We were on the same card, but he fought uh, Joe Daiskim. Sorry, I made his name right now, but um, that's one of first like noticed him. I kind of knew about him, and he won. And I, I he was like six five, and I was like, okay, yeah. this is another new guy that eventually I'm gonna play against him. I knew instantly, you know. He's just like he's a heavyweight of a heavyweight six five dude, you know. So I, I kind of knew, I knew it was only a matter of time. So when they reach out and offer the fights, you know, I've been ready, you know, and like, that's my style, you know, and I, I want this challenges like that, you know, challenges like Luke Griffin, somebody's going to match my height. I, I, feel, I feel like we match up really, really well physically. So, man, I'm just excited and looking forward to it, man. And then when I had the fight, I'm like, yeah, let's go. Let's make it happen. So, and I'm sure on his side too, he was excited about it. And then he accepted it. And then, yeah, here we are. We are, today's the 30th, I think we are. One week, almost. Away, yeah, well, something like that, yeah. Yeah, when this comes out, it'll be like a week and a half away, but yeah. Yeah, okay, yeah. so yeah, a week away, yeah, that's right, that's right, yeah, cool. Yeah. 
So one yeah, of so I'm, I'm looking forward to put on the show, man. I'm excited. So the question I had for you, or was going to have for you, is so you've gone from you had ADCC about a few months ago, and then we had the IBJJ uh, pans, and then now you're going into who's number one. Those are three, all three different rule sets. Mm-hmm. What's it yeah. like preparing? You know, with different rule sets like that, does it does it affect training much? Do you do you think about that a lot going in? Like, what's it like for you? Yeah, I mean, the different rule set. I always going to understand the rule set I'm, I'm competing in and you know trying to work on what suits or what's right at in the moment but you know at the end of the day i, I just trying to help the best juju to to answer for every type of reset and it doesn't matter the reset man it's just like i'm trying to go for the kill and yeah it doesn't matter ebi reset who's number one once you get the finish it's over so do you think that's always my mindset yes sir do you think there's a certain rule set that maybe caters to guys who like you you know you're always going for the kill like as you said you know sometimes with certain rule sets it may be a little yeah harder. yeah definitely so there's some rule set that not my favorite you know um IBJJ for example you know when they, you gave up early points like my finals I don't know why I gave up quick points and then I just couldn't get back you know mm-hmm. the guys do that the best to, to stay away which we have like who's number one ADCC where it's like literally that you've been having a takedown early in the fight doesn't mean nothing, you know, mm. and stuff like that. You have to do jujitsu where yeah. I feel like for me, my style is like when you keep attacking is when I have the opportunity to attack back, you know, to counter and all that stuff. It's very mm. hard to do that when you just like playing defensively and all that stuff. So yeah, for sure. Um, definitely. Um, I have favorite rule set and who's number one rule set is one of my favorites. So man, gotcha. I'm just excited, man. It's excited. Yeah, your your finals match in, in IBJJF, and, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe it seemed like the first two points that uh, yeah. that he scored, you were pulling guard, I thought, and it seems like they gave him takedown points. Was that yeah. – did I, I mean, see I that right? Confused. You know, I was a little confused, but also you yeah. can argue that he had the double on the hook, so sure. he almost had it, but also I was like – and to be fair, too, I just didn't really care about the points. I thought I could just – go down and then sure. get the elimination but I didn't win out with and that day was also a mess though like the organization was fucked. I had my first fight in like yeah. eleven AM. I have to wait all the way to like six PM all my what's in the arena I warmed up took a nap warmed up again it's like oh watched a movie yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. now it's like okay we're gonna go and like oh, right away i didn't have time or anything like that and then i was like, okay let's go let's let's get over to this you know yeah. which you know but hey it is what it is you know um i i knew i'm not gonna say everything went perfectly or uh, making excuses now i knew uh, what went wrong in my head you know i knew what i had to work on even in this up- upcoming fight and i just make some adjustments you know that's what it is just gonna keep going man just gonna keep going absolutely off that like kind of preparation question that uh brandon had when you are going into like one of these like one-off uh matches as opposed to like a tournament uh, do you go in with like a specific game game plan? So like when you're looking at this match with Luke, do you have like a specific game plan for him or is your training just and preparation just still focused on like your own game and just being as prepared as you can for wherever the match goes? Yeah, I, obviously, you know, the, another reason for that, like, another reason why I like the who's number one is like, obviously I got to worry about this time. And obviously, yes, I try to study my opponent, see what they're good at, see what they're not good at and all that stuff and prepare for that. So yeah. Uh, in this situation, I usually just prepare and then make sure I understand his strength, his weakness, and everything like that, and what I'm, he's probably going to try to attack on me, and then mm. just be ready for that. You know, it's just a one fight, me and him, and I'm sure he's doing the same with me too, you know, so 
yeah, yeah. The, the guy's gonna get the win and um, you know I'm looking to go for the kill at the end of the day and um, man at the end of the day too, it doesn't matter trying to get that finish you know it's gonna be quick or it's gonna take 10 minutes whenever that's what I'm looking for eventually you know so yeah we're gonna get there Absolutely. I'm billing this as the Battle of Africa. I mean, obviously, you are from Ghana. Luke's from South Africa. Hey, uh, man, another reason. Like, yeah, that's cool, bro. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. You know, <laughs> well, I mean, and to my knowledge, I mean, I would have to say you guys are the best two jujitsu, uh, African jujitsu born competitors to probably ever come off the continent. I mean, you know, unless you know more than I do, I'm sure. But um, does that add any extra excitement uh, to this matchup for you, knowing that, you know, it is there's there's got to be a sense of rivalry there for you right a little bit oh yeah I, I'm, I'm i'm looking to you know i'm representing the west africa he's from the south yeah so you know there's always gonna be rivalry like that but man it shows how big the sport is now you know how how much yeah dudes have grown you know and yeah. um, to have two people who were born in africa to like headline a kind of like who's number one in in dollars like one arguably one of the best um duty events after after ADCC, I'll say Nogi events, you know. So yeah, yeah, that's huge. That's huge for for that for our motherland, and I'm sure most people are gonna be watching from Africa. I get a lot of uh, friends from there. They're like, "Yo, this is cool. We you know this guy. We train with him." And I, I, I went to Angola and all that stuff, and did some super fights and all that stuff. And uh, mm. I think maybe one of those times when I was there, he he probably you know he seen me when I was there, and I, I think I've kind of heard about him. But to see where we are, how far we both came, and to headline that yeah that's a win for africa and at the end of the day yeah. man there's still i gotta represent the west man that's <laughs> where you're from and uh, yeah let's go <laughs> so with that do your family and friends realize how known you've became in this community or are they still kind of just think you're just still training or do they know like the level that you've put yourself on at this point yeah i think uh, a lot of people especially uh, after adcc but now it's just like it went overnight, you know, before they were like, ah, oh, you know, the, the jiu-jitsu guy, it's a that, but now they see it. Even people who don't, who are not into jiu-jitsu, they were, here, they were listening to Joe Rogan and they, that podcast where he just like talk about me and then mm-hmm. people were just going crazy, like, yo, you and Joe Rogan, this and that. And then you have this, uh, this, um, the video from Cyborg is still going viral, which is mm-hmm. crazy to me. It's like crazy to me, and I feel like everybody has seen it at this point, you know. So, yeah, um, finally, I'm getting messages from our friends and like even the media from Ghana, like you know, finally getting that recognition, you know, that like, yo, you're the guy we never had a Ghanaian guy represent us and like stuff like this. And to be fair, it means a lot to me, you know, to be mm-hmm. able to because it's always been a goal for me, you know, to represent my country. I didn't know how I could do it, but true, if I can do it through you to inspire the kids, like we, we, we discussed this before in the previous podcast, you know, to me, that's one of uh, what I like to do this, you know, to be an inspiration for for the, the kids that are from my part of the world, because I know how hard it is, yeah. you know, and, you know, if they can see use me and ask an inspiration, that's, I feel like I'm doing something good out here. So let's go. Absolutely. Yeah. I knew there had to be like that competitive, but there definitely is, I'm sure something to celebrate there for both of you guys, you know, that, yeah, Yeah. absolutely. I think that's all. And I'm glad that, that it's also translating back home for you guys as well, hopefully, and and getting people excited over there. Um, because you've just seen, you know, even in, in mixed martial arts, that, that African explosion into mixed martial arts, it's massive, man. So, I mean, there's no reason why jujitsu can't have that same exposure and you two being the faces of that, I think is just awesome. Yes, sir. Let's go. It's gonna be fun, man. I'm excited. Absolutely. Can I, uh, can I ask? Because I I have not seen what weight is this at. Uh it's a it's a heavyweight. 
it's a 205 plus you know 205 so. plus okay so um after ADCC, because obviously, you know, you did compete at the 99 plus. So is that like you're committed to the future of that? Because I know you've competed at that 205. Uh, yeah, I competed at 205. I was, my, my initial plan was to move back to 205. But bro, I'm getting way too many opportunities <laughs> everywhere now. It's like, ah, uh, okay, I think I got to stuck here. I'm stuck here now, you know. Sure. And I'm just working to, to, to get my, my weight up, get my weight up, get my strength up, get everything right. And then I feel like, yeah, I, I can still hang with the, the, the heavyweights, you know. I got what it takes. You know, I have the, the strength, the height, you know, the athleticism, the speed. So why not? Let's go. So that's it. So that's the future. You know, everything's going to be the plus. Unless I get, like, super good money to make back to 205. Well, Going back to five, we've got to be fucking hot. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. (laughs) Well, well, that's why I had to ask because the main event of this WNO card is Pedro Mourinho uh, versus uh, Giancarlo Bedoni for the 205 pound title. So you know you've got a five and one record in WNO. You know if you were to win, you would move to six and one. So it's kind of like, man, you win, maybe you go out there. You know, maybe you call the champ out. I don't know. Yeah. If I get the title fight for sure, I might go down there for it. Sure. you making all them gains in the gym is probably going to make it hard to get back down to that 205. Hey, I'm telling you, bro. You're going up there. Yeah, So with that, um, with you doing, you know, your your level of competition is jumping. You know, you're doing a lot, some serious cross training and traveling. So what is that recovery process like for you now um, to make sure that you're staying as healthy as possible? Because, you know, with jujitsu, you're never 100%. There's always something that's a little, uh, but how? what are you doing to train at a highest level for these highest level guys but also staying as healthy as possible yeah i mean like you know just trying to eat in the right stuff you know for my recovery you know i got my uh my supplements company that like helped me with all the foils that i need and shout out to um design for sport dfs man without them it's gonna be fucking much harder for us for sure um but you know like here you know i've been in austin for or almost a week it's gonna be a week tomorrow here mm-hmm. and fuck the first two days was hard, man. I came in, got some rows in with Nick Roth, like did three rounds nonstop, <laughs> 10 minutes, three rounds, uh, Craig Jones, all these guys, and I'm just dead, man. So to me, it's like cold plunge, you know, just getting up in there, you know, mm-hmm. trying to stay in. I'm not good with the cold, but I, at this point, I'm just working hard to get used to it, you know? Right. The cold plunge, uh, trying to take cold showers and stuff like that, you know, and uh, working on like, wait, what's it called, man? You forget those like big ass boots on the feet. Oh, the recovery. Yeah, well, I don't know what those are. I know what you're talking about. Those are recovery. I, I don't know. Okay, I don't remember that name. Yeah, I don't yeah. know what they're called. Electric. Are they like yeah, yes, big ones? Yeah, so, they, you know. Yeah. And at the end of the day, it's always just like the world stuff, man. You just gotta convince your whole body that you're okay and just keep going. You know, like I said, it's you try to do much, but you just go with what you get and then take a rest day and then try to come back stronger on the on the next on the next session you know trying to stay ready get ready for the next session that's what i do yeah yeah i want to we want to ask more about your your training down there in a minute uh but real quick before we jump to that uh you're you're someone in the past like when we talk to you you speak a lot about training your mind and and visualizing for these competitions um Mm -hmm. and with constantly competing at you know such a high level uh do you I guess first question is, do you ever deal with any type of like a performance anxiety before you go out there? Um, and if you don't mind sharing, uh, what types of things mentally do you go through when you're visualizing your matches and, and competitions? Like when you're sitting down for these, you know, training your mind and stuff like what, what's some things that you do to help, you know, get over that or get ready for, for these big competitions? 
yeah, so for me, it's just like um, I've been learning a lot with uh, when it comes to this visualization, meditating, and all that stuff. And I, I just trying to see myself uh, where I want to be, you know, trying to see myself in uh, the pushing, like my hands being raised, or you know, just me being in like very bad spot and working my way out of it, you know. So when I'm, I just like every possible scenario, like anything that could go wrong, anything that could go bad, you know, just I try to like visualize it. So just to trick myself to feel like even when that, when I'm in reality and I'm playing the match, so it feels like I've already been there type of thing. And uh, yeah, so I just try to sit down quietly and just, you know, go run every, every scenario in my head, you know, from when I put guard, like, how they, when they react or how am I going to defend his leg locks and you know, all the stuff, you know, and um, get into that. And obviously just working my way into, uh, <clears throat> from a bad spot into a good pushing stuff like that. Just mm. go over everything. It's very hard to even to say it because, sure. yeah, uh, I can't find the right words to put them together, but um yeah, I feel comfortable in those type of uh, visualization and I'm meditating a lot, you know. So for me, it's just like after every morning, I sit down a little bit in the corner, you know, what I want to do, you know. Obviously, I want to win that fight. Everybody wants to do that, you know. So what am I going to do, what I need to do, you know, when I want the fight, when I step in there, what's my, what am I expecting from my opponents, you know, all that stuff. I walk through myself, I go through slowly, you know, and uh, when stuff didn't go away, okay, I, I'm in this bad spot, how am I going to get out there? And even seeing myself being super tired, but still working my way out of really bad zones, stuff like that, you know, and I feel like the more I do that, I feel like I've, I've already been there, you know, it's the same thing I did with ADCC, I did a great job, you know, it feels like, even though it was my debut, I I already feel like I've been there before because I kind of like, okay, the crowd is going to be loud. This is going to be there. This is there, you know, mm. all that stuff. So just tricking myself to feel like I've already been there. And there's always going to be doubts, man. And I tried, I just try to silence those stuff. And honestly, at this point too, it's just like before, you know, a couple of years ago, I said like, it's like, man, I'll do everything in my power to try to ignore those feelings, you know? Mm. Like, I, I used to think like, man, those high-level guys, they're just like 100% confident. They don't have any doubt. They don't have any, you know, insecurities or all that. But at this point, I, I just started to realize that, man, even the best of the best guys still have to deal with those stuff. They deal with the self-doubt. They deal with the, you know, all those insecurities that was there. But, you know, one thing I understand at this point is like, you can have those emotions. The emotions are not going to stop you from performing. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah so i just accepted us being part of uh being part of the process you know all yeah. right you're gonna feel this way a little bit you're gonna feel this way a little bit it's all part but the day comes is still, i'm still gonna put on the show i'm still gonna perform even under pressure you know so i just trying to see myself having those doubts i'm trying to see myself having those uh you know, being those bad sports, being a little nervous, but I've still been able to put on the show. You know, it's like every day I go to train, I'm, I'm a little nervous. And I feel like that's a good thing because it keeps you wanting to keep improving. It keeps you wanting to keep working harder, you know. And I feel like once you start feeling that you're the guy, that's when you stop being the guy. So sure. I just, yeah, I just try to maintain and then do my thing and just like feel the emotions, but I don't let it stop me from doing what I got to do, you know. I just accept it and then keep going. 
Absolutely. I appreciate you sharing that, man. Cause I think a lot of people, you know, deal with that no matter what level. And I think it's so important, like you said, to remember is everybody goes in with that, you know, that, that those same thoughts and, and doubts or what, you know, everything. So, uh, really oh, appreciate it. I got to add what having yeah. an anchor you know, at the end of the day, just know that, you know, for me, it's just like, I, 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 I step on the map before I step on there, I get in that zone. You know, I know what works for me and I necessarily what works for me. It's not going to work for everybody else, but, there's this thing that I do with the, my breathing and everything, and right before I step on the and to me, it's a signal to my mind that okay, this is go time, and it doesn't matter whatever is in my way, I'm ready to go. You know, yeah. we know that. So yeah, finding an anchor that that's just gonna bring you whilst you're feeling the stress, yeah. the, the the performance anxiety, all the stuff. And I think one of the main reasons, like at the highest level, is the stress too, because when you're putting yourself in that stressful situation, a lot of people. <laughs> want to get out of as fast as possible you know by just having the anchor that's gonna calm you down and like understand that okay it's go time you know to yeah. me i think that's been helping a lot too yeah awesome man that's great appreciate you sharing that yeah. stuff um yeah. well were you gonna say sorry Brandon. no i no, don't know if you say anything um but let's get to your training because obviously you're doing some some pretty unique training down there uh yeah. in austin texas uh spending some time i'm guessing largely there with the b team for people that don't know that's craig jones nikki rod nikki ryan What's that experience been like, man, being down there with those guys? Man, I, uh, <clears throat> you know, uh, heading into this fight, I, I knew some of my weakness that I, I need to work on to get ready, you know, and uh, what else could you go for, you know? It was either B, B team or, like, the new wave, but, you know, yeah. I've already got, been competing a lot against the, the new wave guys, so it's only going to make sense to try sure. to be the B team and, uh, you know, for me, I just I'm here to just trying to go hard with the high level guys because those are some of the top athletes in the world. Nick Rod, oh my God, oh this guy, wow. Yeah, yeah, he's a beast. Yeah, like a beast. I, I maximum respect. You know, usually when I go against heavyweights, I have the speed advantage, the strength, and all that stuff. He has it all. He doesn't stop. Yeah. Never stops. Like non-stop. Yeah. And I'm like, bro, if I can go with this guy. 10 minutes, 20 minutes, three rounds in a row. Fuck, there's nobody in the world that I should, you know, that I shouldn't be able to go again. And that's like a confidence boost. And Craig Jones, man. Craig Jones, the coolest guy. Very, <laughs> very nicest guy. But <laughs> don't let that fool you, bro. Don't let that fool you. When you get on the mat, he's a fucking beast. Like, a beast. Yeah. Like, I don't even know. Like, he just got one of the most smoothest jiu-jitsu. So beautiful. And a lot of people are worried about his leg locks. But, bro, he's way deeper than that. He doesn't even do that much leg locks in training. It's just, like, legit take you down, pressure pass, and do all that stuff. You know, just underneath him trying to survive. I'm like, bro, you, you haven't even touched my legs yet. You know, and <laughs> he's, uh, he's that good. And and it's not, one thing about that is also the vibes, man. It's also the vibes. And, you know, at this level, uh, uh, for me, I never let my ego or anything like get in the way yeah. or stuff like that. You know, maybe we're potentially going to fight each other, but it doesn't mean we, we can't train with each other, you know? Yeah. And uh, to me, also, I, I understand my weakness, even though I'm not gonna say it right now, you know, <laughs> even though most people kind of know what it is, but you know, I understand that. And uh, I come out here to seek for help and try to improve that, and then yeah, you know, trying to stay ready and go out there and put on the show. To me, that's what I do. So, and whatever I gotta do to get that advantage, I'm ready to do that, you know. 
Absolutely. Uh, Good for you because, I mean, jujitsu is like a unique combat sport where it is fairly common to train with people that you might have to compete against but good for you to recognize that and be willing because a lot of people aren't willing to kind of humble themselves enough to go and and maybe get you know your ass kicked for you know by by some guy and and being but but doing it in the 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 willingness to learn and grow and i think that's that's awesome um but i you kind of said it there a little bit but we have to ask is obviously given their ties to the new wave team is have they been able to help you and give you some uh maybe things specifically for this match with luke yeah i mean like uh um some of them like already competed against luke driven i think Nick competed against uh he probably competed against him on the ebi i think yes and you know for sure, and you know, uh, with some of the problems that I have against with the leg locks and stuff like that, you know, I've had a lot of tips, man. Like, and Craig Jones is that guy, you know, he he'll say some things, like some little details, and he just like, <laughs> how come I never thought about that? Like, mm-hmm. you know, and yeah, for sure, I'm not gonna be too open about everything. Everything, sure, yeah, yeah, I understand. Like, we yeah. gotta go against my guy. He's probably gonna be listening to this podcast and see what I said. But sure. <laughs> yeah, 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 I, I know the weakness. I got all the tips, and I'm ready to go, man. I'm ready to go, and I don't know how where this is gonna go, and man. Like I know uh, the blue team, new wave. I'm not that team right now, but they used to be. So it's always like there's a little bit of one or two things I, I can always learn. And uh, I got, I got all the tips, man. I got all the tips. That's for sure. And that's all I can say for now. I, I, I respect it, man. <laughs> Honestly, I get, it. I get it. How has Austin, Texas been? I have to ask. Um, I have family that lives there. I've been there. So oh, really? it's, yeah, that, Oh, dude, nice. I, I've always, I've, I've traveled a lot of places and I've always said like, there's not many places I go to where I'm like, I look around, I'm like, I could live here. Austin, Texas is definitely one of those places where I'm like, I could live here. It's a great city, man. I love hey, it. Man. Hey, shout out to the Midwest. I love you guys. I swear to God, I'm not leaving you up. Yeah, don't man. you go leaving now. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we gotta, we gotta keep, we gotta keep you around. You up, man. Austin is fucking beautiful. Yeah. Oh my is. God. The weather, everything. I mean, even though it's been a fucking hard week of training, yeah, you know, just walking around the street, you know, the nice weather, you know, beautiful women everywhere. It's just, yeah, it's a great city and great food and like yeah, great music. Food, man, I've had like a, a tacos from a food truck, and it's been like one of yeah. the best tacos I've ever had. Yeah. And it was of a food truck. I'm like, man, this is awesome, mm-hmm. bro. I wouldn't. Yeah, it would be nice to live out here, but uh, not right now, I think. But yes, yeah, and it's slowly <laughs> become, in America becoming like the jujitsu capital of America. Low, you know, on on the low, like quietly. <laughs> so I don't think it's quietly anymore. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> Probably not now. <laughs> yeah, no, no, because all the best guys are here right now. You know, yeah. I uh, I work I walk into the Gold's gym, and you know, I, I I lived in Detroit. I'm not used to people walking up to me and like know what i had to do for real you know yeah I, I walk in the gold gym and like six five people came up to me oh you have some reader like, <laughs> like yeah <laughs> you know it, it's just crazy because like yeah they were like yeah and i was in the sun and yeah you did have some reader right like man we just see um gordon ryan was working in the whole whole food or like they'll see uh mary Gally doing some grocery shopping you know? so it's so crazy it's fucking mind-blowing like all the best guys in jiu-jitsu can yeah. you can see them working in gold's gym or like in the whole whole foods and stuff like that so yeah, yeah definitely it's uh austin is the mecca of jiu-jitsu right now 
you know, and maybe San Diego, but yeah, I feel like everybody's migrating here and I, I can't I can be missed out for so long, you know. So um, every once in a while when I'm preparing for big fights like this and especially at this level, I feel like, man, yeah. everybody's going to, a lot of eyes on me, a lot of studying. So I got to constantly keep improving, constantly keep working on new stuff. That's that's the new goal. So, you know, I, I want to have that connection assembly team. You know, obviously that's where my heart is. I'm going to go back work with these boys and what I have from here. But also, when I prepare for big fights, I think um, one of the team will be uh, one of the main places to go prepare for now, you know. Sure. And then get, ready, get ready to go, you know. Yeah. Awesome. Well, you keep liking that Midwest cold, man. You're not going anywhere yet. You yeah. got <laughs> to keep holding it down for us. Hoodie season, baby. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You can't wear hoodies there. Come on. You know. <laughs> I know, I know. I love, actually love Beanies? wearing my Come on. I love wearing my cold stuff. Yeah, I have all these big coats that I wear. I still, I still yeah. love them. So, yeah. Awesome, man. Well, the first time you were here, uh, we, we asked you one MMA fighter that you'd love to have the opportunity to share the match with, and you said John Jones. Yeah. And uh, since then, John Jones has followed you on Instagram. Uh, we like to call that the neon belly bump, so you're welcome. Uh, well, but, but, I know, man. Well, I say we keep manifesting this thing, man. So I want to ask you, uh, John Jones is very close to his uh, mixed martial arts return to heavyweight. So my question is, if John Jones called you today and invited you into his camp in the lead up to, say, if it's Stipe or Francis or whoever he faces Bro. next, what is one thing that I mean, you, you would take from your game and implement into his? Uh, if you got like maybe six, three, six weeks to work with him, let's say. What's yeah, what? I think um, I'm, you know, obviously the distance person, I'm going to, yeah, because this guy is a hell of a wrestler. He's probably going to fuck me up when he comes to that. <laughs> sure, I'm, I'm not too close to him. And, you know, um, it was more than just a follow, just so you all know. Oh, uh, breaking news. Uh, I wish I could see all the Hey, I, <laughs> I, <laughs> hey, I'm still freaking out from that. And it's crazy because we talked about it the other day, like, who I will ever get, because I'm a huge John Jones fan, you yeah. know? huge and everybody who knows me knows that and it's like when he followed me and one of the dms like man i finally find your um instagram you're incredible talented that was his first me on his dm and to me for a minute it took me like 20 minutes i couldn't open the DM. You know? <laughs> it's crazy he said that this is this johnny balls and i tagged tagged uh, i posted i went to you know the search place and tapping john jones to see if he's like the actual profile or mm -hmm. this is the fake yeah profile. yeah yeah you don't want to get faked out something fucking, i called david yo john jones just followed me and he didn't just follow me he dm'd me as well you know like asking me where i'm located and all that stuff yeah you know but um yeah i, I mean i'm not gonna go into details and obviously he's gonna work with us tp i think he's coming back soon yeah. i don't know if the fight is happening but sure sure uh, one of the things he really impressed interest of having me in one of his camps that, let's you go know, yeah. And I'm very excited for that. And also, I think one of the things I'm just going to add, you know, he already had that good takedown. I'm just going to add, like, that distance passing, like, J-point. I feel like if this guy can use his elbow to pin legs down, keep him down his distance, you know. Yeah. And those and other stuff to set up ambas and other stuff, man. It's like, even from the takedown potentially, you know, using underhooks to, to set up... Um, you know, front hair locks, underhooks to set up um, ambas or uh, takedowns, 
to go straight into the submission. There's a lot of tools that I can, like, I feel like, and we have the same body type, same speed, athleticism. Yeah. I feel like I could just like copy and paste all my techniques into him. <laughs> you make that guy yeah. the heavyweight goat yeah. too. Jeez. Yeah. Guy, you know, I, it's like, I feel like even for now, if he just hit me up, I'm just going to go out there and work with him for free, bro. Like, fuck. That's <laughs> yeah, you That's can't beat that. And just having that, you know, exposure, being in his corner or something like that. Man. That's crazy. That's crazy, and I, I, I don't want to be too, don't worry, high up on the expectation, but I'm looking forward to that call, man. I'm looking it's forward to it. It's going to my number now, which is, what well, doesn't make any fucking sense to me. <laughs> let's say it. doesn't make any sense to me, but hey, let's go. I'm excited. So when you open that DM, I imagine nobody can tell you shit for the next, like, two, three days, for sure. Yeah. Uh, nobody. <laughs> <laughs> like, yo, John Jones DM'd me. You know, John Jones asked for my number. He said he's going to reach out when he needs me. I'm like, yo, let's go. Anytime. All right, some MMA yeah, guy in yeah. the gym starts talking crazy. You want me to call John? Yeah. <laughs> Listen. Let's go. I love yeah, it. Yeah, man. I would like to be in this corner, maybe party afterwards, after one of his win. That will be tight, too. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. man. I, I love it, man. I, I think that's awesome, and, and I really, really believe in that for you, man. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. it's, it's, it's going to happen. It's awesome. Yeah. It's just crazy. Crazy. We, we manifested that, you know. And it's you guys, crazy, yeah. you know, like, for real. We like talk- I said, I always has, uh, um, enjoy doing the podcast with you guys, you know, just giving you all the info out there, you know. If I can... If I can help promote you in any way, let's, oh, let's make it happen, you know, like for real. Absolutely, man. We we appreciate it. And you've always been so generous with your time too, man. So we, we thank you a lot as well. Mm-hmm. Um, do you guys have any more questions as it pertains to who's number one uh, for Heisman? If not, you know how we finish these things off, man. We got to ask you the rapid fire <laughs> questions. They're, you're not go. going... No Baja Blast this time, though. Yeah. But <laughs> We'll save that for later. We'll save that, yeah. What okay. do you got? Go for it, John. All right. So first question is, free food for life or free traveling for life? Free food. Uh, <laughs> this is a free food for life. <laughs> yeah, that's tough. Because especially yeah, now with food, food prices. Life. Food Sheesh. Food life. Food oh, life. Man, but yeah, then you yeah. think like one trip to Abu Dhabi or Dubai is probably like the equivalent <laughs> of like three years food. Yeah, you know, it's that like, is true. Well, maybe I'll yeah. go to Abu Dhabi. Uh, would you rather have somebody call you or text you? Uh, I would rather have them text me. You know, I would rather have them text me. Yes, sir. Yeah. yeah I'm like that too. Unless it's something I feel like I can talk through real yeah. quick in like yeah, 30 exactly. seconds. Yeah, exactly. Unless it's like super emergency because I've always like feel that anxiety when I get phone calls. Like, oh, shit. What the fuck is happening? You know? <laughs> when it texts me, it's like, okay, let's go. And then if you need to talk or something that's easier to talk quicker on the phone, then I'll go for it. But if you just call me like that, I'm like, man, I always... To me, especially in Japan, it's a culture of like people don't just call each other like that, you know, small mm, sure. like, hey, even uh, friends who like, hey, are you free to talk now on phone? It's just that type of thing. Right. Just yeah. like getting a call out of nowhere, signal that there's some shit going down. And I, I feel like here yeah, it's not like that. You know, people just call each other right away. And uh, like, man, I'd rather have you text me first. You know, <laughs> just give me a head stop or something. Yeah, sometimes <laughs> you got to forward the call and text them like, hey, man, what you need? Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> <laughs> or, or let the phone ring and then after it's done, like, yo, did you call type of thing? Right. <laughs> hey, you got to do what you got to do. Uh, yeah, uh, what, what was your favorite snack as a kid? Huh. Favorite snack as a kid. I would say uh, what was that? Like there's this um 
all right, maybe I was still a kid when I was in Japan, so I like I love the the Kit Kats, man. The Kit Kat chocolates. Mm. We were just talking about that yesterday. Actually, Good Kit yeah. Kat, man. Can't beat yeah. that. All right, so they are they so they're they're not anything different. They just call them Kit Kat over there. Like it's the same thing, kind of. Yeah. I think they it's have like, different flavors. Uh, it's more like a Japanese accent. Tokato. Okay. Is it, <laughs> now is there anything like specific to Japan or even Ghana that you can't get here that you miss, like that you used to eat or something? Uh, oh, can you repeat that question again? Sorry. Like, uh, is there something specific that you used to eat as a kid in Ghana or Japan? Either one that you can't get here in yeah, the U.S. Like you exactly. haven't had in a while. Yeah, exactly. It's like there's a lot of food I haven't had in a while. You know. Yeah. When I was in Ghana, I moved to Japan. There's some of my favorite food. Just like you just can't find it. And even though my mom was there, she was try her best to make some stuff. You know, some ingredients you just couldn't find and couldn't make it. And uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, just some, some food just I haven't had in so long. Ah. And from Japan to here too as well, I there's a lot of stuff. Even when the stuff that I get is just like, I, last, last night I was, we went out, um, had this Korean barbecue. Oh. It, uh, all you could eat, man. Uh, me, Nick Rod. Well, that's why you're a heavyweight. We get it. Yeah. <laughs> me, Nick Rod, and another dude who was like a 260-pound guy. His name is Vinny. Oh. He's like big seven. I feel like, we we put the the restaurant overweight, bro. And we just kept going and going, and we were just talking about this. On man, um, there was this one guy who visited Japan, and we were talking about this like uh, the proper yeke ramen. It's called the yeke ramen, the tonkatsu. It's like you know when you made this like from the animal broth to okay. use it. And I haven't had a proper one since I moved here. And I have friends recommend like, man, this ramen shop is good. This and that. Oh, they, you want tonkotsu? They do tonkotsu here. Like, I'll go and sit down and. It's not the it's, same. I mean, it's okay, but it's nothing close to yeah. what I used to have. So got- yeah, those stuff I really miss a lot when it comes to food. But also career-wise, though, here's the best yeah. for sure. Oh yeah. Uh, your next question is: Build a perfect lunch. You can have any sandwich, any bag of chips, and any drink. What are you going with? Any sandwich, huh? Yep. So that could be uh, PB and J. That could be like a ham and cheese. Any type of sandwich. Yeah, I would. I would go with the. Uh, uh, was that one I had like the other day? Let's just go with a uh, peanut butter sandwich, man. Like that's that's another thing that I just got on after moving to America. You know, uh, it's so good, so simple. Have you peanut ever butter. have you done peanut butter and banana sandwich? Oh, I haven't done that. That's oh, a hitter. Oh, peanut, some, come on, peanut, man. peanut butter and honey. Have you done peanut that? Butter, honey. Peanut I'll butter, honey. I'll do peanut butter, honey, peanut and butter, banana. honey. Yeah, and, uh, and a banana. Throw that on there, man. <laughs> oh, oh shit! Okay, okay. I'm, I'm just gonna try it out. Try yeah. it. Hit, yeah. a, hit us up. Yeah, let I us just, know. <laughs> yeah, okay, for sure. All right, for sure. Uh, love, go ahead. John. Sure, I'm, I'm in for that. All right. Um, for your next one, I have a question for you. Would you qualify a hot dog as a sandwich or a taco? I would say a sandwich. Yeah, it's more closer to a sandwich than a taco. Yeah, I would say a sandwich. Yeah, that's a hot button issue out here. I don't know. Is that is that, is that a thing? What what is the most people think about that? I think it's I, weird because it's open ended. I don't know. It's, on it's a hot dog to me. It's kind of like a sandwich. Yeah, it's kind of like a taco. It's gonna be more like a yeah, like a, is that the buns they call it? The bread. It's yeah, much more because I, I know tacos are more thin. You know, so yeah, I would say it's more like sandwich than a, a taco. Yeah, for sure. All right. Uh, what's your favorite cartoon or anime? 
you ever seen the Kung Fu Panda? Yeah. <laughs> those are my favorite. Oh, that's I'm not huge into that, but like the one, two, and three, that's my favorite of all time. Gotcha. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> did uh, did anime ever? Did you ever, did you catch living in Japan especially? Did you ever get on that anime train? I in <laughs> early days I did, mm-hmm. but then I started. I got introduced to. I moved into my coach's house, and then I just lose everything. Good for I you, Harrison. Good for you. <laughs> Nate's, Nate's not but, an anime fan. Hey, we, we don't I need. Mean, we don't need brother, though, My brother is a fucking geek when it comes to that. You know, like <laughs> I love has, him. That's this guy over here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Early early days, I was into One Piece. I was into Naruto. You know, all yeah. those like Dragon Ball Z stuff. Yeah. yeah. I I, I I watched those, but I didn't get so deep into it. You know, I just started drilling every day after school instead of watching TV. <laughs> Good for you guys. Good for uh, you. Have you attended a college football game yet? Nope, I haven't. Oh. I would love to go. Yeah. Being up there in Michigan, I highly suggest. Michigan, yeah. Ohio State. Yeah, I feel yeah. like you have to go to that yeah. one. Um, yeah. yeah, I don't know if it was last year. Was, uh, this is a funny story, you know. Um, so I didn't know. Michigan State. There was a Michigan State, and then the, what's the other one? Michigan, Michigan, Michigan State. Yeah, and the Michigan is that is that what it is? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. You know, I always thought it was the same thing. You know, it was the same school. <laughs> oh, don't say and that out loud. Yeah. When they go against each other, it's like crazy rivalry going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In Michigan, and there's like I think was it last year or earlier this year? I I remember they had a game, and everybody from like you know people were just picking sides, and I'm like. They kept talking about it, and they're like, "Yo, Michigan is playing today. I'm excited. Let's go blue." And all of a sudden, Michigan State is going. So I kept getting confused. I'm like, "Yo, who are they going against?" And they said Michigan. I'm like, "What the fuck? Who are they going against?" I'm like, "Michigan." Like, "Yo, yeah, by Michigan against who?" They're like, "Michigan State." I'm like, "Yeah, yeah. is it the same state we'll be talking about?" And then I just find out like they had the blue and the green. I'm like, "Oh man, is it just supposed to be the same people?" Yeah. <laughs> That's hilarious. So, yeah, I, I, I just learned out about that one, and I, I, I know there's a big rivalry going on. But hey, yeah. just just to put it into perspective, they had a game yesterday, mm-hmm. and Michigan State oh. players jumped a Michigan player in the tunnel after Michigan State lost. So yeah. <laughs> that's how real that is. Yeah, it's serious. Um, <laughs> I didn't even know they were playing yesterday. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely. But you should definitely go. The environment there is crazy. Yeah, uh, uh, one thing I want to see is uh, I want I I've I've, I've seen. The Detroit Pistons play mm. oh, yeah. time is like one of my favorite stuff to do. Um, I haven't seen a baseball game. I haven't seen a football game. Those are on my list to go check out. So that's for sure. But go, yeah, dude, live hockey is like go to a Red Wings game too if you can. Uh, live, yeah. go seeing lock, hockey live is so fun. Good fights. Yeah, 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 and there's good fights usually. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I would like to see that though, yeah, for sure. There you know, I, I get a lot of recommendations to check out the Red Wings. I think they are the only good uh, Michigan team. left right now. I don't yeah, know. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> uh, okay, so if you had to compare your grappling style to a superhero, which one would it be? Hey. I'm the Captain Ghana. I don't think I'm on my own superhero. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. I love oh it. man, who, who would like? I think your answer was perfect. Yeah, yeah. I, think, I, yeah. I think that's awesome. Yeah, I think you just leave I'm it there. Ghana, he's not like costume by ADCC with a black star in the chest. Yeah, I like yeah. the Captain Ghana. Yeah. You got the super yeah. soldier <laughs> feel to you. I get it. I yeah. love it. Or maybe uh, I'll, I'll, I to because it's much closer. I'll say. Uh, what do you call the Black Panther? Then? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Because of Wakanda. Yeah, yeah, I can see that one there for sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, if you could have one celebrity in your corner for your next match, who would you want it to be? 
thinking Dwayne The Rock Johnson, maybe, um, maybe Barack Obama, maybe um, just any random celebrity that you think would just be fun to have in your corner. Oh, any is- like celebrity doesn't matter if they fight or not. No, no matter. Huh? John Jones, right? Yeah, I'll go. I mean, I mean, like, he's, he's not just gonna be in my corner. He knows he probably can be useful in my corner. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's a good point too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yes, yeah. All right. Well, the last one's not a question; it's just a statement. And I want to say, for every time you hit neon belly in your next match, it'll count for three seconds that Nathan and Brandon will stare into each other's eyes uninterrupted on the next <laughs> podcast. <laughs> So, not to say you need to spam it, but if you can get like two of them, it's going to be really great to see them staring into each other's eyes for six seconds. Uh, I'm afraid if I look too long, I might like turn to stone or no, something. That's, bad, that's what I'm saying. The the visuals are going to be great, but that's all I got for you, man. Appreciate you. Hey, fuck. I still have to send that video. You we're guys remind me, man. We're going to do it, man. I, I feel yeah. like it. we're getting close. I, I still getting, have this like funky work thing, so we still want to come up. So I almost feel like we just do it in person at this point. Yeah. Exactly. That would be cool, too. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, yeah, just to have that in, uh, you know, for you guys, uh, to make you guys count, I guess, you know. Yeah. So I'm not going to send it to you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hold it hostage. That's fine. Yeah. There you go. I, I come come find out. Come find out. Yeah. <laughs> I love it, man. I love it. Well, hi, Sam. As usual, man, we thank you. Cannot thank you enough uh, for the time. And good yes, luck, sir. man. We're excited. We'll mm-hmm. be watching. So. Yeah, I really appreciate all the time, man. And then I look forward to, for me, putting on the show. You already oh, know yeah. when I get out there. We oh. don't lose. It doesn't matter. It's going to be excited. That's for sure. Absolutely. There he is. Hysom Rita. See you guys later. Appreciate you. Peace. Oh, thank you. Thank you.